What's up, guys? Welcome to Demo with Mo. I'm your host, Monique Simmons. We'll be discussing dating, engaged, and married objectives from a young Christian's perspective. Are you guys ready? Let's dive in. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Monique, the host of Demo with Mo. Welcome to an all-new episode, the first episode of Season 2. Happy New Year to you guys. I cannot believe that it is 2022. I feel so crazy even saying it out loud to you guys. What a year we have just come out of. I hope the new year is treating you good thus far. Thank you guys so much for your support of the podcast in 2021. The first season went very well and it was all because of you and your support, whether that was a share, a download, encouragement, whatever you did to support the podcast. I just want to say thank you. I have a special guest joining me on today. Thought it would be a great way to kick off season two. If you're not already, follow me on Facebook at Demo with Mo. If you are dating, engaged, or married, join our private group on Facebook called Dating, Engaged, and Married Objectives, which stands for Demo. Demo with Mo. Come check us out. I would love for you to be a part of that supportive community just a way for you to know that you are not alone there are people out here in the dating game trying to do relationships trying to do marriage trying to raise families take care of children accomplish goals whatever it is that you are trying to do that community that is there to support you and know that you're not alone in this we're all trying to figure it out day to day so come over and join us there on Facebook. Also, check out my website, demowithmo.com. You can leave a review. You can catch up on all the episodes of season one. If this is your first time listening to Demo with Mo, I would love for you to go back and catch up on all the episodes and all the things that we discussed last season. And remember to always share with friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, whomever in your life that you think this podcast could help or make a difference in their life. But again, just thank you guys so much for all that you do. This podcast could not be what it is without you. So I appreciate you. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing relationship goals for the new year. I know that we all like to make resolutions or set goals or things that we want to accomplish. Usually around the end of a year, we kind of play out the year all the things that we wish we would have done or the things that we may have done and more things we want to check off the boxes so we kind of set goals for the new year we set resolutions we say all these things we make a list of all the things we want to do but i want to encourage you even when you're making your new year's resolutions or your goals or or the things that you want to accomplish or the boxes that you want to check off Make sure that you also include your relationships, things that you may want to start doing or stop doing or maybe adjust or go back to the drawing board and things that maybe didn't work for us last year or maybe things that did work for us and how we can continue in that or even make it better. So that's kind of what's going to be discussed on today's episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I'm not going to keep you any longer. Let's dive in. 
Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to our all new episode of Demo with Mo. I have a very, very, very special guest joining me on today. My husband, my best friend, Mr. Corey Simmons. Welcome, Mr. Simmons. Hey, what's going on? Glad to have you join me. Uh, I know a lot of people have wondered the husband behind the scenes because you didn't join me for season one. How does it feel with me opening up with you on the first episode of season two? I feel special. (laughs) Is that right? Are you nervous at all? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. It's just me and you. (laughs) And everybody else. Well, yeah, everybody else too. Okay, so what I want to kind of discuss today with you, um, so we know this is the beginning of a new year and people usually make new year resolutions, they set goals, set things that they want to accomplish, boxes that they kind of want to check out for the year. And today I want to focus on setting relationship goals for the new year. And that can be whether you are dating someone, you're out here trying to figure out what you kind of want to do if you want to settle down or if you're actually in a committed relationship with someone or even if you are married. I think we all should be able to set goals for our relationship for the new year. Maybe something that we did in the past didn't work. Maybe something did work and we kind of want to continue doing that or figure out how we can do it even better but whatever that is for you and however that looks in your relationship i think we should be able to sit down together and kind of discuss our goals or how we want to see our relationship develop in the new year so what do you think about that do you think people should set goals for their relationships as well yes i think people should have relationship goals their relationship uh, important to them in their life and and their spouse important to them, they should set goals so they're going to achieve them goals together. Okay, well, I want to ask you some things personally, and we can go back and forth with this, our answer, after you answer how we want to do that, but I want to ask you a few things for us personally. What's one thing that you think we should start doing in our marriage? Of being more consistent. I feel that we should... On my end, I should be more consistent on when I say I'm going to do something or what we'll start doing, dating and things of that nature and and stick to things like that. Okay. Wow. It's funny that you say that now because I was going to say having more date nights. And when I mean it, I don't mean just randomly one night saying, all right, let's go out. But being, as you say, consistent in that because I remember a time where we went on date night every Friday. Or at least every other Friday in some kind of way that kind of just fell by the wayside and we kind of fit in date night here and there. But I really think to be able to have that closeness and intimacy that we should be able to spend more set aside time together outside of our hobbies or our careers or even our children, but just that one on one time together. So I agree with that. Okay, what's one thing we should stop doing? Maybe that we've done in our marriage for years or maybe something that we started during the pandemic or whatever. But what's one maybe negative thing that you think we should stop doing in our marriage? One thing I think negative that we should stop doing, assuming about the other person's feelings, assuming how the other person feels in a certain situation and an argument and just uh, start communicating about the situation. 
Okay, let me ask you this. So do you think that's more of a both of us thing or is that personally to you? This well, I, I can take it personally else. for me. I can start communicating instead of start instead of assuming okay. about the situation. Okay, I appreciate your honesty on that because I was going to ask you, I'm usually good about trying to ask you what's going on and not assuming. So that's why I asked you, was this personally to you or were you saying both of us could kind of work on this? I think one thing we could stop doing, or I'm just, I'm going to say personally for myself, I'm going to take accountability on this one. I think one thing I could stop doing is letting one moment kind of dictate everything, if that makes sense. Like if we have an argument or you say something that offends me or hurts my feelings or that I don't like, letting that kind of dwell instead of quickly talking about it, reconciling and moving on. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay, and not letting that trickle because I can easily shut down. If I'm offended or I'm hurt, I can just stop talking and shut down, but I think I can do better in not shutting down, having the hard conversations and kind of moving past that. Hey, yeah, that sound that sound uh correct to me. Okay. What's one thing that we could do differently? One thing I think we could do differently is, on my part, is communication. But on another part is spending more time together. Uh, not letting our circumstance or situation or arguments affect how we feel about each other at that moment. Okay. Okay, I can see that. And I, I'm in agreement with that. I think one of the biggest things we can do differently is communication. Like, we could definitely... Because shutting down, which is something that I do, that is very unhealthy. That's a very unhealthy form of communication. And sometimes in your communication is you you raise your voice, you get loud. And I don't like arguing and I don't like somebody to yell at me. So I just completely shut down. So we could both work on our techniques and how we kind of communicate with one another being sensitive mm-hmm. to the other partner because you hate when i shut down you feel like you're not being heard and i hate for you to yell or raise your voice because i feel attacked but that's not either one of our motives but that kind of how it comes across so i think we can do better in that area as far as our communication mm-hmm. yes okay all right so we have gotten that out of the way i want to get into some sort of fun questions and letting the people kind of get to know you a little better um, with this being your first time here being on the show. First question I have for you, what keeps you going in life and what do you value the most? What keeps me going in life? That's easy. My family, going out, getting things that they, they want to need and just watching them, putting a smile on their face. The, the thing that, uh, that I value the most is my family. Would you rather ask someone for help or figure it out yourself? Knowing what I know now, trying to do it myself, it don't work. But asking somebody for help, but you got to ask the right person for help. That's how I look at it now. There's experience and whatever you're going through at the time, whatever. But I will ask for help now, knowing what I know now. Okay, okay. If you could start your life over again, what's one thing you would change or do differently? One thing I would change, I would forgive others. I wouldn't hold, hold grudges because that hindered my growth. And it's still hindering my growth today. 
what I'll do differently. Back then, I'll forgive my father, forgive others that did me wrong, and maybe the outcome will be different. Maybe the outcome of my life will be different right now. Maybe I won't have to go through the things that I went through, and it'll probably be different as it is today. Well, I like that. How does social media affect our relationship? Or do you even feel that social media affects our relationship? And I ask this because I know we're in a time where social media is so big. And you hear about people breaking up over social media or not even just negative things, but people have met, gotten married to someone that they may have met on social media. But it's no denying in 2022, which is so crazy to say how much of an impact social media has on our lives. Uh, yeah, social media can have a, a a positive effect or a negative effect. The negative effect can be if you're spending more time on the social media than you is in your relationship with your spouse. And also the thing that you see on social media can influence you to do the wrong thing sometimes if, it, if you allow it to. Like what? Uh, cheating, uh, looking at other people's marriage, seeing what they spouse doing and then looking at what your spouse not doing. Just being engaged in other things that's not godly or that's going to help your relationship. Okay, so let's keep it real. How does social media affect our marriage personally, our relationship? What do you think from your point of view or your perspective? Or has it? Or you? I mean, you could be completely blind and think it has yeah, no I'll effect. Yeah, I've probably been blind and had no effect. That's a question I probably have to ask you, but how does it affect us? Does it affect our relationship? Does it affect my our marriage? say it affects us so much in a negative way i think what we can do better with social media is maybe having boundaries about our time limit or time spent on social media because there's so many things we could be doing together in our marriage in our relationship because it's so easy to get consumed with scrolling down the timeline and seeing what everybody else is doing but i think we can be more mindful about making sure we're checking in and spending that time together and connecting with one another versus connecting with people via social media. That makes sense? Uh-huh. I mean, you don't know the people like that. And that persona that they put on, you never know what's really going on. What is our greatest strength in our marriage? What do you think our greatest strength is? God is our greatest strength, but we have many strengths. Like um, what? I just take it as uh, everyone knows, like, know their role. I mean, just like a basketball coach and a, a team. We're supposed to be a team together. You yeah. will use basketball as an example. Well, I'm using it because <laughs> it's a team sport. I mean, everybody has a role. Yeah. The wife has a role and the man has a role. But everybody in different marriages might have a different role. It might not be the man uh, having to do this and do that. But I know my role is just. Uh, to make money, make sure the children okay, make sure you okay, make sure y'all well being provided for, have a roof over your head, and then your role is you you good with money, I'm bad with money, you know things of that nature. Know who who you are, know who who got the best strengths in the marriage. Okay, I like that. So you would, if I had to sum it up, you would say our strength is we kind of play our part. We we yeah. know our part and we play our part. Yeah. And I and I am very in agreement with that. And one of the things I do want to say to those of you who are listening, every relationship looks different. Every marriage looks different. 
You don't have to do it the way mommy and daddy did it or your sister or your neighbor or your coworker, how they're doing their relationship and their marriage. Yours doesn't have to look like that. You figure out what works best in your relationship or marriage and you do that. You figure out your part, your strengths, what you do well, what areas you do well in and the same for your partner and you guys work it from there because as my husband said, if he knows he's not good in money, but because he's the man and maybe that's what society has kind of taught us that the men should kind of be over the money. If he know that's not his area, I would be completely crazy to just sit back and watch him struggle in that area when I know I like numbers. I love math. I can quickly count the numbers in my head and don't even need a calculator. That would be foolish because our desire is to do marriage and do marriage well. So if I know that would help him taking it off his plate and me taking care of that and vice versa, him, him doing those things that he does well and me not trying to control it, but surrendering that area over to him, it benefits the both of us. So your relationship doesn't have to look like everyone else's. You guys figure out what works best for you. Do that. Play your part. Okay. Last question, Mr. Simmons. How do you feel about me starting the podcast? I feel that it's a wonderful idea. I mean, young. It's good to hear young people talk about marriage. And, and y'all think you're doing a wonderful job. When you first started, I, I didn't think that it was going to you know, last long. But here you is in your second uh, season. And I think it's going well. Listen to you talk about marriage. And it's helping our relationship. And, and I don't know if it's helping others, but. For the way it looks, you in your second season, so you steady going, so you got to have some type of motivation there to keep uh, pushing. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Simmons, for that. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me on my first episode of season two. Again, I'm so excited to have you come on because I already know. I already know that you're nervous. I already know that you really didn't even want to do this, and it's not because you didn't want to support me. Because you very much support me behind the scenes with the podcast. But you are an introvert. And everybody that knows us personally, they know that I'm the one that gets out there and talks to everyone. And really not shy with speaking to people. And it's just, I thrive in that area because I'm an extrovert. But I'm married to someone who likes to be behind the scenes. Who don't, who really prefers not to be heard, to not be seen. So I know that you really love me and support me even being here on this episode. So thank you so much. I appreciate you and I love you so much for all that you do. Is there anything you would like to say to the people before we close out? No, ain't nothing I'd like to say. I just want to get my paycheck. Y'all see what I'm dealing with. And anybody that knows us, they already know that my husband is going to act a complete fool. He was very, y'all, he was very chill tonight. I was expecting him to really show out. I thought I was going to have to do a lot of editing, but he did very well. He was very professional, very chill on today. And I just can't believe it. I just knew that he was going to act up. So thank you again, Mr. Simmons. I appreciate you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today's episode. Remember, I love you, but God loves you more. I'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Bye.
you guys have enjoyed. Follow me on Facebook at Demo with Mo. If you have any questions you would like answered here live on my podcast, email them to me at demo with mo at gmail.com. That's D-E-M-O-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. <laughs>